Well, hello, hello, you sick bastards. Thank you for coming back. You know who this is. This is S. Anthony. This is the S. Anthony Says podcast, or also known as S. Anthony Says. I want to thank you for coming back. And I think that under normal circumstances, doing this podcast outside is a good idea. I like the fresh air. But I actually came back, and I'm in New Jersey right now visiting some relatives, and it's really cold as shit. (laughs) I'm walking around. Wind is blowing in my damn face. I actually got a hoodie on, so hopefully nobody will, uh, I won't get arrested for walking down the street. Yeah, that is my, that political statement right there was sponsored by me wanting to say it. Uh, (laughs) what I wanted to talk to you guys today about was, I, I was watching a, um, an award show, you know, and you know, during the course of the year, there's at least, I don't know, seven or eight million of them during the course of the year. And I was, I was thinking about it. And I was, I was, it, sometimes it's fun to watch and sometimes it gets a little pretentious. You know what I mean? You know, and, and, and I started thinking in terms of how similar, <clears throat> excuse me for clearing my throat, but it's kind of like I said, it's cold as crap out here. How similar award shows are to you know, relationships, at least, at least the beginning part of a relationship, not the whole damn relationship, but the beginning part. And I'll tell you why, you know, in, in, uh, on an award show, everybody's in their best clothes on their best behavior. And no matter how you talk, whatever you say to them, they always have the politically correct answer. They're looking as good as they can look. They're all, oh, and they're just, Oh, how, how's it going? Oh, how are you? Oh, <laughs> right. Best behavior. That's just like dating. They got their best clothes on. They're on their best behavior. They're nice to everybody. They're smiling. Oh, that's charming. <laughs> exactly the same thing. When you watch an award show, what do you see? Scheduled to appear. Usher. Prince. This guy. Madonna. That. This. That. And you have all these lists of greatness that you expect to see when you go to the award show. You go, oh, man, if I watch this, I'm going to see all these great performers. And they're going to sing and dance. It's going to be great. Scheduled to appear. Because they're scheduled to appear. And you hope they're going to appear. You go out on a date, it's the same thing. You go out with somebody you find attractive and you want to investigate them as a, as a potential partner. And what happens? You go to the award show, a.k.a. the date, and scheduled to appear. Great conversation. Scheduled to appear. Potential future companionship. Scheduled to appear. Polite conversation. Scheduled to appear. Sex. Scheduled to appear. You know, a long-term girlfriend. You show up hoping that those things may or may not show up. But just like when you go to an award show or watch an award show on television, they'll talk about all the stuff that's scheduled to appear. And you'll sit there watching the damn show. The whole show. And you know how long those damn award shows are. You sit there for three hours and not a damn person that they said they was scheduled to appear that you're interested in shows the hell up. <laughs> and that sucks. You're sitting there going... I sat here for three hours through all of this bull crap and none of these fools that I came to care about showed up. This was ridiculous. And that's the same thing when you go out on a date. Scheduled to appear. All these positive attributes. Scheduled to appear. And and the scheduled to appear. And you show up in good faith and you want to sit there and you want to enjoy this award show. You want to participate in it. And none of those positive attributes show up. And you're saying the same thing. I wasted... Six months dating this person, a year dating this person, five years married to this person, 20 years married to this person, and none of the stuff that was scheduled to appear showed up. Damn it. I wasted my time. 
You know, and that's the truth. In many cases, you sit there thinking something's going to appear because it was scheduled to appear, and it never shows up. It's the same thing. You know. Now, the reason that came up is because I was talking to a friend of mine about... Um, we were laughing about something that happened in the past. He got... We had each gotten each other in trouble with our prospective girlfriends based on um, somebody else doing something. It had nothing to do with what we did as people or what we did as individuals. It had more to do with what the other person did and how we were compared to the other person negatively or too positively. And what I mean by that is one time I had a friend that actually was cheating on his girlfriend. And because we were all close friends, she just assumed that I knew about it. I didn't know about it. Right? So he gets in trouble when she finds out about it. My girlfriend, who was his girlfriend's friend, got mad at me thinking I knew about it and didn't say anything. So I'm getting in trouble because you cheated. I didn't do anything. But I got in trouble. You ever, have, you ever get in trouble because of something somebody else did? Because it turned into this really big deal. Because she just assumed that we all knew. He got into more trouble with her because we didn't know. And I'll explain. Had we known about the affair, and he, was, he wasn't, as, wasn't spending as much time creating the scenarios to get along with this woman and even hiding it from his dude friends... She would have known that the person he was sleeping with was just sex to him, and although she would have tortured him, she would have taken him back. But the simple fact that he went out of his way to keep it even from his guy friends, and we didn't even get an opportunity to know about it and maybe even talk him out of it, she really knew that he cared too much for that specific lady. That lady was too important to him. She was so important to him as the other woman that he even kept it away from his guy friends because he knew his guy friends would try to talk him out of it that's why he really got in trouble you know so I wound up not getting any delicious buttocks for like a week because she was mad at him because he hurt her girlfriend and mad at me because she thought I knew now by the time she figured out that I didn't know anything about it that's one week's worth of delicious buttocks I didn't get because of this guy getting extra delicious buttocks Hell no. Now, I've been on the other side of it, too. I've gotten my friends in trouble because I did something. <laughs> but mine was a little bit different. You see, one day, one, one, one Super Bowl Sunday, normally I'm with my friends on Super Bowl Sunday if I can be. And for, some, whatever, for whatever reason, this specific Super Bowl, I was at my girlfriend's house. Because, you know, she was like, why don't you come over and watch the Super Bowl? And I went, okay. Now, I know she hates the Super Bowl. She hates football. You know how much she knows about football? She actually said this to me. What, what do you call that guy that stands behind the guy that throws the football? He's a running back. Oh, well, what about the guy behind it? She, was literally, she literally didn't know what they were called. That's how much she didn't know about football. So when she called me over to the house and said, would you like to watch the Super Bowl with me? I know what that meant. That meant as soon as the game was off, she was going to jump on top of me. So, hey, of course I'm going over there. So I go over there to watch the Super Bowl. I'm watching the game. She walks out. Maybe uh, uh, she's not paying attention to the game at all. She's doing laundry or something. She comes out. She's wearing panties and a bra. And I see that. 
and she basically she just assumed because the Super Bowl was on, I would notice her. She assumed incorrectly. I was like, "Ho!" Oh. She goes, "What?" I go, "What do you mean? What? Look at you! You know how much I like that 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 panty and bra set you wearing." I can pause. I can pause this game. She goes, "You you know you're not going to pause the game." Oh, you thought wrong. Pause the game, and we went and did something nice. And then I came back out and I watched the fourth quarter of the football game. You know, it didn't matter. The game was close anyway. I really didn't miss anything. I got some action. My girlfriend was happy because I I turned off the Super Bowl for her. I was happy because, well, come on, you know what I'm saying. And then she goes and brags to her girlfriends. <laughs> oh, I don't know how your guys are, but S. Anthony turned off the Super Bowl for me. And then we had it in the wonderful time. And Right? And I didn't think anything of it until, I don't know, four or five seconds later when they got mad and called me. You turned off the damn Super Bowl to get some booty? Are you crazy? And now our girlfriends are all mad at us because we wouldn't turn off the Super Bowl to talk to them. What's wrong with you, man? Are you out of your damn mind? You ever think about us? And I'm going, yeah, um, let's see. My woman was new, was walking around in her drawers. And uh, I made an overture towards getting her back in the bedroom for some of the good stuff. And you think I was thinking about you idiots. <laughs> Get off the phone. So I know what it's like to be on the other side of that, you know, you know. But that was that was me as a more experienced man. That wasn't the first time I've been in a situation where I live with a with a with a lady, or at the very least, you know, was with a, a some somebody I was with for a long period of time. When I was nineteen years old, I was seeing a lady who was about twenty eight, and uh, no, none of my family knew about it. What was I going to do? Hey, I'm having sex with a 28-year-old. I was wondering if I could tell you about it so you could disapprove and make go through some actions and machinations that keep me from getting back inside of that woman's delicious buttocks. No, hell no, I didn't tell anybody. You know, she thought I was living with her. <laughs> you know, and essentially I kind of was. I mean, I was there all the time, you know. And I, ha- I learned some things about living with, with, uh, with the ladies. I've lived with a few women. Most of them have lived with, you know, have been right around my age, but uh, you know when at my place usually I live I live with one lady in California, but uh, for the most part, well, you know, and and uh, for the most part, it's usually been my place. But so what happened was, uh, I was very young, and I made young guy mistakes. See, young guys don't understand how dumb they are sometimes when they do certain things. Young guys don't understand the types of nudity that women have. Women have more than one type of nudity. You understand what I'm saying? Older guys kind of know what I'm saying. You'll you understand what I'm saying when I, when I flesh this out. I walk out as a 19-year-old. She's downstairs. She's on the couch. She's wearing one of my shirts and nothing underneath. Okay? I see her. So, obviously, she's... I mean, you know, we, we, we were seeing each other for a while. So, she's reading the book. And she's... You know, you know, you sit comfortably. She's sitting in a way where... Let's just say, as I approached her, I could see the most wonderful place on the planet. If you understand what I'm saying. Her most wonderful of places. So, of course, I immediately try to, you know... <laughs> gain entry into her most wonderful of places. And she goes, What are you doing? And I'm going, Well, you know, you, you're showing me something. I was wondering. She goes, Are you crazy? Are you crazy? Are you crazy? And I was like, oh, uh, but 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 I could see your girl stuff. I wanted to put a hey, hey. 
and that's the thing young guys don't know. There are different type. There are two types of nudity that women have. Women have the I'm home. We've already had sex. You've seen me naked before, so I don't feel self-conscious about you. I'm taking off my I'm taking off my shirt, and I'm wearing, sitting here in panties, and I'm reading this book, and I'm not flashing you. I just don't want to have to put a bra on. I don't want to have to put a shirt on. I'm sitting here comfortable. I like the air on my body. I'm reading. I'm not trying to turn you on nudity. Or, I just don't feel like wearing anything and I'm in my house. Who the hell cares? Nudity. That's different than, hey, big boy, come get some of this nudity. And as an older guy, I know you have to make sure you check and find out the type of nudity that's going on. Now, as an older guy, I automatically know the difference between I'm just naked because I don't feel like putting anything on nudity and come get some of this nudity. But I didn't know at 18. I made a, I made another mistake at 18 or 19. It was the same, it was the same lady. And it was right after the whole, your girl steps out, I thought I could enjoy it. Nope. She's sitting there, she's on the couch, in panties, no top, bra, arm balancing on the, on, the, on the back of the chair, the other arm holding up a book. I walk up and I'm going, okay, I'm going to stay away from the stuff to get the downstairs goodness. And maybe if I move in real slow and work on the top shelf goodness, she'll allow me to get to the bottom goodness. So I go over there and I give her a kiss. And she smiles, right? And then I immediately start, I see her boobs and I begin immediately slurping on one of them. She goes, what are you doing? And I'm going, I, I figured that she goes, did it, what did I tell you last time? Get off me. Give me a tissue. Wipe, wipe the spit off my titties. What is wrong with you? I didn't know. You don't just, I mean, let's be honest, just because she's your girlfriend doesn't mean you can just go up and start slurping on stuff. You can't do that. You can't do, you have to ask permission or at the very least get that silent, that silent, that consent. I know as an older guy, even now, when a woman's at my house that I'm, that I've been dealing with on a, on a physical level and she's sitting there topless or in one of my, one of my tops or she's got her boobs out and she's just sitting there reading or watching TV or playing on the computer. I know you have to do the move. You have to do the move. Now, kisses are always acceptable. It, women don't care. Well, you can kiss your woman anytime you want. She will never reject that. So you're going to get that anyway. Walk out here, my girl, you're looking all good. Mwah. Now, what you do is if her boobs are there, you go down and you give the boob a little kiss. The boob. Now, if she just looks up at you and smiles and you start walking away, that means this is just I want to feel comfortable nudity. She don't want you making a move right now. Now, if you walk over and you give her the kiss, hey, good, looking all good on the computer, and blah, and you give her the kiss, and you go down and kiss the boob, and blah, and she grabs the back of your head and smiles at you, and it kind of pulls you back to the boob, it's on. It's on like popcorn. She's basically going, it's about time, dummy. I've been sitting there for 15 minutes. I'm trying to get some action. I'm not like you guys where I can go, hi, would you like some of this? She sits there and that was, that was come get some of this nudity. And that's how you can tell. You give it a kiss. You're going to get the kiss anyway. And if you see something exposed, give it a little kiss to that. And if she goes and puts, grabs you and kind of pulls you back to it, it's on. And that's how you know the type of nudity your woman is displaying. Okay? Don't tell, don't ever say I never taught you people anything, damn it. Especially you young guys. Young guys, you don't even know how to rub your woman's butt. You don't just walk, come here, give me, give me some of that. You give it a little caress, you get a little kiss on the neck, nah. You know, and if she backs into you, she's ready to go. If she just sits there and enjoys the feel up, she just wants that. Don't get greedy. That's what's wrong with guys who, who yelling at women walking down the street. Girl, look at that thing. I like to do some stuff to that. And look at it. Well, girl, if I was with you, I'd do some stuff to that. Would you really want a woman that would respond to that crap? I wouldn't.
Because if she responded to that, when you said it, she responded to a whole bunch of people that said that. It's the same thing with the guy, ladies. If a guy's willing to jump on top of you immediately, he ain't even got a condom out, he ain't asking if he had a blood test, and none of that kind of stuff, trust me, you ain't the first person he did that to. You want your foot to fall off three months from now? Of course not. You got to be careful. <laughs> you know? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. You know? But sometimes I say these things and people don't realize it, even though I am, for the most part, expressing actual opinions. I do inject humor in them. And sometimes I say things a little bit uh, outrageous just for the, for, the, for the fun of it. And sometimes you get people that get mad at you. Oh, I can't believe you said that. Not realizing that, obviously, when I say something over the top, it's a joke. You don't have to take it seriously. I do comedy for a living. I do monologues. I do humor. You know, for the most part. I don't always pound as many jokes into it as I would if you came to see my stand-up back. My stand-up back is just packed with jokes. When I do a podcast, then I'll inject some humor into truths, into a true situation. So you don't have to sit there going, well, I thought you were serious. No, dummy. It's a comedy podcast. It's, it's, it's real stories with humor kind of put in there. So calm down. Because <laughs> you always run across those people that take everything too seriously. I remember I put a post on my uh, Facebook page. And it was over the top silly. Just silly. And a person said, I can't believe you put that on there. You're wrong, man. And I'm going, you really took... Everybody else was like 67 gazillion likes on it. A bunch of people liked it on Twitter. A bunch of people liked it on Facebook. A bunch of people liked it on some of the other sites I put it on. But there was a couple of people, I can't believe you said that. That is so wrong. And I'm going, you really took that that seriously? Seriously? I forgot even what the joke was, but it was something over-the-top silly. And some schmuck took it seriously. And I mean schmuck, serious schmuck. If you don't know what a schmuck is, look it up. And sometimes you run across those people in real life. You know, you'll say something silly and they'll take, the, or even something innocuous, and they'll take it so literally, man. The kind of person that makes Sheldon Cooper on the Big Bang Theory seem like fun to be around. You know, man, I tell you, man, I better get home, man. If I don't get home, my wife's going to kill me. I hardly think your wife will kill you. Okay, I don't know why you're saying that. I mean, she's a wonderful person. I'm sure she's not going to commit homicide if you don't come home on time. And you all kind of stop and look at the guy. What? What? Man, I'm telling you, man, I was... <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with my son, man. He's crazy, man. I've actually met your son on several occasions, and I'm going to tell you right now. As someone who actually studies mental disorders, I can assure you your son does not have a mental disorder and he is in fact not crazy. What? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you, man? You know, that's the friend that you kind of ease out of the relationship of the, of the group of friends and you're going, I can't take this bastard anymore. I got to piss like a racehorse. Actually, racehorses do not pee like humans. They pee. Dude! Shut up! Shut the fuck up, Cliff Clavin. For those of you that don't watch Nick at Night, that's a reference to Cliff Clavin from the show Cheers, who would pontificate on ridiculousness just to sound intelligent, but in fact was kind of stupid. But that's what I'm talking about. So if you know if you if you if you see something that I write on Twitter or Tumblr or Facebook or something I say on the podcast and it seems it's it's over the top silly, I'm doing it on purpose for humorous reasons. You don't have to take it personally you don't have to take it seriously and more importantly 
and I, and this is basically for the most part the people that listen to this you you've gotten all the jokes i mean i've i've read your email you understand when i'm kidding <laughs> you understand when i'm messing around so this is not directed towards you this is directed towards the one tenth of one percent of people that stumble across the podcast not knowing that it's a humorous podcast with stories and true life stories with humor splashed in there who come across this and take it seriously guys gals people with no sense of humor calm down it's going to be okay i know that sharp pain you're feeling you can end it stop that sharp pain by getting some vaseline and some localized anesthetic and removing the stick that is up your ass well folks that is the end of today's podcast i want to thank you guys very very much much love to everybody do me a favor, folks. If you want to check out the home base for this podcast, the home base is santhonysays.podbean.com. All my social links will be there. My email address is the santhonysayspodcast at gmail.com. Keep up the, uh, keep up the, uh, the emails. Thank you for saying all the nice things. And if there's any, when I get my first, uh, message that's nasty, I just want to say one thing, uh, in, in advance, uh, the hell with you. It hasn't happened yet, but I'm sure it will as this podcast gets, you know, you know, as things get bigger and bigger. Every once in a while, a knucklehead will show up. Well, I want to say pre-screw you to that knucklehead when that happens. <laughs> All right. Um, like I said, just, just kidding. I just want to say thank you for every, to everything, for everybody. Uh, if you like the podcast, please subscribe. Suggest me to your friends. Suggest that they subscribe. Share me on your social networking sites, whether it be Twitter or Tumblr or Facebook or whatever social network site that you're actually on. I want to say hello to my new listeners in Great Britain and australia and canada hello hello to you i see you out there thank you and thank you for telling your friends because obviously you 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 guys show up and then all of a sudden a whole bunch of other people from the same area show up thank you i really appreciate the kind words and getting the shout outs there and recommending me to everybody i, I much love to you all folks it's time for me to go i will see you again most likely on friday because i'm trying to kick, stick with a monday wednesday friday schedule for now much love to you all my friends and s anthony out